0: Trouble springs from idleness and grievous toil from needless ease. Never leave that till tomorrow, which you can do today. If time be of all things the most precious, wasting time must be the greatest prodigality. A life of leisure and a life of laziness are two things. There will be sleeping enough in the grave from Benjamin Franklin, 1706 to 1790. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This almanac is for January 11th to 18th, 2019, the first quarter of the wolf moon. And here are some calendar events. After the holidays are over, January can look pretty bleak like a snow-covered field with nothing but a couple of old fence posts poking through the white. However, any almanac worth its salt should come to our aid with calendar events to give these days some significance and make that snow-covered field look more as though a carnival has come to town. So here are a few notable anniversaries, birthdays, and historical dates to break up this dreary month. January 15th is the 100th anniversary of the Great Molasses Flood in Boston's North End, where a huge storage vat burst its seams, flooding the streets with millions of gallons of molasses, wreaking havoc on the town. It's said that on a hot day you can still smell molasses in the North End. January 17th is the birthday of Benjamin Franklin in 1706, inventor, diplomat, and apostle of rock-ribbed, oak-planked, bronze-nailed, copper-bottomed common sense. Come back, old Ben Franklin, come back to us now. January 19th marks the 210th birthday of Edgar Allan Poe who can still scare the pants off of you if given half a chance. January 21st is the national celebration of the birth of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who held high the torch of freedom and passed it on to us. Heaven help us to carry it on. And for you techies, On January 24, 1984, Apple introduced the Macintosh personal computer. It's pretty darn good, but it's still not as good as a real red juicy Macintosh Apple. Here's a Field & Forest report. Mid-January is the time here in Maine when non-essential functions grind to a halt and only essential functions carry on sort of like a government shutdown, only more useful. Trees, for example, continue to grow, drawing on stored reserves, although they grow much more slowly. Perennial plants stop growing entirely, and annuals die and return to the earth. Overwintering birds and other animals conserve energy by keeping to the basics, food and shelter. This is not the time for choruses of birdsong, showy courtship displays, or exuberant play. Life has gone from a fast jig to a slow waltz. Throughout the cold months, trees add a narrow, dark growth ring to their trunks. White-tailed does carry their unborn through the winter as they gather in their deer yards in the cedar swamps and black bear sows give birth deep in their dens in January while they're hibernating. Their tiny cubs are born blind and cuddle in to stay warm and grow on their mother's milk in their deep, dark dens until spring. For the mountain report, after months of having hundreds of tourists climb up her back and over her head, Amanajo sleeps at last and lets the slow work of wind, rain, snow, and ice bring her back to her natural state while she rests in peace and tranquility. The few pilgrims who still dare her heights disturb her not at all. And here's a rank opinion. With all due respect to Benjamin Franklin, who had to fend for himself from a tender age, occasional idleness can be a good thing, as nature amply demonstrates at this time of the year. Despite our very human compulsions to do more and more, faster and faster, there is something to be said for a little leisure. When you think about it, Many of our winter complaints come from trying to do as much in January as we did in June. It can't be done. So call it what you will, snow day, sick day, mental health day, vacation, retirement, furlough, Shabbat, sabbatical, hibernation, this is the time of year to slow down and let nature do some real healing. After all, even the creator of the heavens and the earth rested once in a while. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. The first one from Thich Nhat Han, born 1926. We will be more successful in all our endeavors if we can let go of the habit of running all the time and take little pauses. To relax and recenter ourselves, and we'll also have a lot more joy in living. And from the philosopher Aristotle three hundred eighty four to three hundred twenty two BCE, the end of labor is to gain leisure.